Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. All right, here we are. That music can mean only one thing. It's time for the Simon Says Podcast. Hurrah. We're doing Ooh. it. Yay. Yeah. That, that was so fake. You guys are not into this at all. We're going to try that again. It's no. time for what? the Simon Says Podcast. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. Yay! Okay, what no, that was too much. That was way said. too much. Oh, come on. It was way too much. It's time for the Simon Says Podcast. That's great. All right. Jeez, let's That's just do it. That's all I got, it. man. Is this 32? I think it's 32. It is. Yep. And we're entering phase 2.5 here in North Carolina, getting out of the dang lockdown. That means that some businesses are reopening and that more children are going to have to wear masks. Now it's kids five and older. It was 11 and older. Now it's five and older have to wear a mask. You know, they just keep pushing this phase thing. It's like a parent who's about to put their kid in timeout and they're like, I'm going to count to three. <laughs> One, two, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. But two and three quarters. Don't say it, man. Don't say two and three quarters. When I was telling my kid about this, there is some cool things. A part of uh, phase 2.5, in case you don't know yet, this all goes into effect Friday, by the way. So don't run out to an outdoor playground and start doing your monkey bars and everything yet. Outdoor <laughs> playgrounds reopen Friday at okay. five, I think. Indoor playgrounds can operate at 30% capacity. That's like Monkey Joe's and places like that. Right. Nation. Up to seven people per 1,000 square feet. So think of your tiniest, worst apartment and put seven (laughs) people in it. So is that like, um, like the airbound trampoline parks and things like that, too? Yeah, I reckon that's probably under that same umbrella. It's got to be. Museums and aquariums can operate at 50% capacity or up to 12 people per 1,000 square feet. So think of your awful tiny apartment with 12 Mm -hmm. people in it. That's a party. Sounds like fun. Uh, Yeah, I can do it. Gyms, bowling alleys, skating rinks, and other indoor exercise facilities can operate at 30% capacity, up to seven people per 1,000 square feet. All right, wait, you said other indoor exercise facilities places as in like bowling was lumped in with exercise places yeah hey it's, it's, a, it's a sport exercise those balls are heavy <laughs> okay yeah man remember I, big urn 
See, I thought that the I thought bowling was already open because I keep feeling like I see very full parking lots near bowling alleys. As I it's drive gone by. back and forth, they've been fighting it for months, and they're open for like two days, and then they have to shut down again. It's been a mess. See, Charlie knows because she's in that life. She's in the it's bowling true. life. She's got her own bag, man. I got my own ball and shoes. Bowling bags are her bag, man. That's my <laughs> bowling bag, baby. Yeah. Mass gatherings limits have been raised from 10 to 25 people indoors. Oh my gosh, so many people. And from 25 to 50 people outdoors, (gasps) which means I've really got to start making some friends. Yeah, I was doing okay with the numbers we had, but... Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you you just about felt it to capacity before. I don't know what I'm going to do now. And like we told you, now younger kids are going to have to wear masks. But I heard on like on planes, they're even making two-year-olds wear masks on planes. Which I think for kids, though, wearing a mask is fun. You know, you, you turn it into it a fun. game. Yeah, yeah. You don't. It doesn't have to be like scary or weird. You can actually make it really fun. Yeah, sure. You're Doc McStuffins. <laughs> yeah, I think that sounds good in theory. But Come on. no, you you're got- you're. Don't be a negative, Nancy. You could have made it happen. Thank goodness you don't have to. But yeah, I'm also trying to remember the last time I tried to put like a hair tie on my kid when she was little, and that went real good. So, speaking of masks, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if everybody sees the same stuff that I see, like when I scroll through Facebook and ads pop up, because we probably are on different algorithms. We probably yeah. don't have exactly the same interests. Like Maddie's is all butt stuff. No, it actually. <laughs> Thank you very much. Mine is all weird epoxy woodworking videos. I don't know why I'm down oh, that rabbit hole. Is that what they call it now? <laughs> woodworking. <laughs> I know what I mean. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what you mean? And that's not what it is. But anyway, um, on mine lately, what's been popping up is what do they call it? Like real human flesh mask or something like oh. that. Oh. Oh. Are y'all like, seeing those? The Halloween like, mask? No, like real human flesh. But no, but that's what they call it to oh. suck you in. I didn't think you could sell that. <laughs> no, I saw one. It was a. It was somebody who had a real super lifelike like face, uh, yeah. whole head mask. Yeah, it's like this old dude, and the one that they use in the in the ad for it has a real like wispy mustache, and he's balding, and they and it's got like the the full neck. And like your collarbones and everything, and it, it would fit like all the way down in, into your shirt line or whatever. And so the guy pulls it on, and when he puts it on, he's blinking and he's opening his mouth and breathing. And holy, jump up and sit down! It it blinks with you, and it when you move your mouth, it opens with your mouth. It's an amazing thing. And so I clicked the link and I went through and and looked at it, and the, it's marked down. Listen to this deal. It's marked way, way down from $229 to $39 if I buy wow. it. Right, There's a countdown clock on it. I oh have to hurry God. up and buy it. Uh, so you, d- you do understand this. Even as cool as it looks, it won't protect you from the Rona, right? Also, th- there's no way it's going to fit on your head. It ain't going to fit my head. <laughs> like that person's gonna... face is all stretched out. What is happening? <laughs> it'll, it'll look like you got plastic surgery. <laughs> but yeah. it lo- it's amazing looking. But tell me this. Here's the thing that I think about it, because it looks so real. You put that thing on, like the one I was looking at didn't have the hair on it. It just like a looked like a bald old guy that you mm-hmm. might see uh, walking up out of the woods. You know, um, in a flannel shirt. Right, real scary-like, yeah. Yeah, right about dark, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and I'm thinking, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, wow, 
if I had that, I could pull off all kinds of crimes. And why does my mind go to that? Why does your mind go to that, Sean? Yours does too. Don't even be smarty about it. I'm not. I do not know what you're talking about. You're the one who said it. You know. I I feel like all the actual (laughs) criminals we've seen and their awful disguises. I feel for a forty dollar investment, that might be something they should look into. Yeah. Yeah, We're not encouraging crime, but I'm just saying. Why does my mind go to if I I were to need to pull off a crime? (laughs) Because they're not traditional thinkers. (laughs) This mask would really. I could get away with it. I would go and I would. Banks I could rob. That's not a great idea. You're <laughs> no, not gonna, no. You're not going to get a lot of money, and the money is probably marked. And if you get yeah. money in bundles, it's going to have an ink pack in it. And if I you know. robbing a bank is the worst idea. Yeah, and if you get loose bills, you're only going to get a couple thousand dollars. It's a lot of work. You're going to have to hide for a long time. The money's probably sequential. There's a lot of problems yeah. with robbing a bank. You're yeah. never yeah. going to make enough money for that to be you know profitable. Really, I feel like though if I had it, what I would probably do is do lots of really good things to the community and then no one would know who I was so I could remain anonymous because that's not why I do all these charitable things. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, he's uh-huh. wearing an uncomfortable hot mask so he can go out and do good. I'm working in a soup kitchen but you don't know who I am. <laughs> There's a scary guy with rubbery skin over there trying to give me soup. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll pass, thanks. I was starving but I don't want it that bad. Oh, God, when you put it like that it sounds real weird but I, I thought I was really being very kind. I don't know why my mind goes to that. It's like when I was a kid, my favorite game to play was pretending when I was in my own home that I had broken in there and that I was sneaking around. <laughs> yeah. Criminal well, from the start. Yeah, but if you think about it, you've been casing joints from day one. You remember mean? you even said, well, my example is, remember that time you said you were in Disney Disney World on the ride and you were even casing that for, for weird antique jugs? Like you're yeah. constantly keeping your eyes open for stuff that you want. Well, it's it's not only that. I mean, I always have an exit strategy too. Whenever I go in yeah. anywhere, there you go. I'm always looking for if something goes down, how do I get out of here and protect the people I'm with and what around me can be used to help me protect them. Heisting is in that, your DNA. <laughs> I wonder if that pirate will let me out that door. Yeah. I wonder if I could pull that pirate's arm off to fend off any evildoers. <laughs> that too. Can Those I run around in the track that the pirates are chasing the lady on? <laughs> <laughs> and what happens if I catch that lady? That's Maddie's thought. <laughs> there's a there's a story of a dude. This isn't in Florida. This sounds like a Florida man, but it isn't in Florida. A 22-year-old guy went to visit a pizza shop he was applying for a job at a pizza shop because you know they have been so busy anything with takeout and delivery lately has been blowing up so this little pizza shop pizza d'oro a guy went in to apply for a job and while he was there applying for the job he did the reasonable thing and he grabbed the tip jar and ran out the door and they say he took the tip jar and ran into the woods Oh, man. It, it, you know, I got to tell you, I would never, ever, ever, ever do it. But it's tempting. There's a jar full of cash right there for the taken. See, now, now who's plotting? Now who's a criminal with criminal I mind? I would never do that. But had he already dropped off his resume with all his information? <laughs> Even better, he left his whole backpack in there, which had Aww. all of his ID. It, con- it contained multiple items with his name on it, along with his five good syringes, oh. a razor blade, and cotton swabs in there. Uh-huh. Oh, no. 
So yeah, they kind of they kind of <laughs> found him. But I think it's interesting. The woods are always a catch-all. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I've been watching that show alone on the. I think it's on the History Channel. And it makes me want to go live off the grid. But again, you see these people who do that, and it's a whole different breed of person. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the, the survivalist stuff is off the chains. No also, doubt. Also, it seems like the woods are only um, a good hiding place if you're in, say, Montana or very far away yeah. from a city or something. If you're <laughs> in town at a pizza joint, you're probably, the woods aren't as great as you think they are. They're not they're as pretty vast. Small. They're not as no. vast. No, they're pretty small. <laughs> you say that, but, <laughs> but the woods are, you know, I, mean, I can remember when I was a kid or, you know, teenager little patches of woods were great cover you know we had incredible forts and hideouts and playhouses and stuff in little patches of woods that when i go back and ride by it now you know you could see right through that you could definitely throw a football right through the entire thing but back then it was like you know what do you call it sherwood forest it was yeah but you were children you were small this is a grown man (laughs) it's very easily seen in that patch of trees well it doesn't even count as the woods that might go back to the things in his backpack and why he thought (laughs) maybe he he, he, when he was seeing was a much more vast forest (laughs) a lot more trees hey man i gotta go out in this deep dark forest (laughs) we used to have the best clubhouses out in the woods too man because you could make a little you know fort out of anything and if somebody threw away a couch cushion or anything oh god that's got to go in the fort that is awesome you know anything that you found would go into the fort and it yeah. would just get bigger and bigger and, and then you know somebody would come along and you know what that was to a grown-up that's that's trash of course oh yeah but <laughs> so we had this patch of woods behind our house and i would say it wasn't even not even a quarter of a mile deep it was. It seemed like it was huge when we were kids again, but it went down, like it kind of went down into a gully and then back up the other side. And then once you came out, you could get to other people's houses. But we had vines that we swung on yeah. in those Ooh. woods. And I mean, we felt like we were George of the Jungle. We thought it was just the best greatest thing until the next year when we went to swing on the vine and it fell right out of the tree because it was yeah. rotten. <laughs> but it was great that's, while it lasted. But see, that's natural. At least you didn't go back and it hadn't all been, you know, bulldozed over and oh, yeah. a oh, right. trailer it was, on it. It was also the place where I threw the bag of trash from the first party that I ever had and it was easily again the woods were not as vast as i thought they were and it was easily seen by my brother when he went to mow the yard and i got in lots of trouble <laughs> i'm glad you did litter bug what are you doing throwing a bag of trash in your woods I didn't in your know own what else woods? to do with it i had well, to hide the beer cans yeah, you don't want to get busted <laughs> side note i feel like i found the spot on my walk in my neighborhood where all the kids who are drinking and whatnot throw their empties and stuff because yeah. there's like the one trash can for like where people throw their dog poop and stuff and there's always these bags of like beer boxes and beer, you know, cans and bottles. I'm like, this doesn't seem like an adult thing to do. Um, <laughs> did I ever tell a story about how me and my friends tried to dig a hole, like a, an in the ground fort? Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Yeah, we thought. How far'd that, you get? Oh, I mean, maybe a foot or two, but then we really petered out. And then for from then on, my dad would yell at me to have me and my friends go fill in that giant uh, hole. <laughs> <laughs> Like in the woods, it turned into a trap. But we we did stuff like that all the time. Were we also, a, you know, the you, other oh thing yeah, is, you were in scouts. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that because you wore pantyhose at camp. Never mind. Yes, he was. Let's bring that back up. And then the other fun thing is, didn't you guys, I mean, did you guys ever go, speaking of being in the woods, did you guys ever wander off into the woods for parties and stuff? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. That's where we had all our good parties. I know, but it was always the weirdest thing. Like someone would say, just go to this road and then stop at this tree and walk straight back and you'll find the party. And you always found it. Yeah. And then I got so mad at one of those. Go ahead. I'll tell oh, you no, more. no. I just, one of my favorites was one of my buddies definitely wandered off into the dark and fell down. Like, not a ravine, but it was a, a small drop. No. <laughs> you hear crashing. This also, the same friend who fell in the hole, like I talked about that one time, like the open manhole. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, he's the best. We had one. It was uh, it was in the other county. It was in Granville County, and that's what it used to be called, the the area. Like, where y'all going tonight? We're going to Granville County. Oh, okay, I know where that is. That was this dirt uh-huh. road off of another dirt road. Got it. And, and there was a house there. There was an old, deserted house there. And the party escalated to the point. There was a bonfire in the yard of the deserted house, and it escalated to the point where Jason – this friend of mine and a couple of other guys went in there and started pulling stuff out of the house and throwing it on the bonfire. And by the time I got there, it was fully engulfed. And I was like, what is this stuff? Well, why are you guys doing that? They were pulling old stuff out of the deserted house and throwing it on the fire. And I was like, my God, this could be antiques. This could be <laughs> good stuff. What are you doing? No. Is there yeah. any Three Stooges stuff in there? See, I don't I don't know what they might have been burning, man. But yeah, there, there was always those places like... There was one called John Penn's, and that was just a dirt road. Yeah. Uh, you we know. had one off of Route Four. It was like I can't, and I can't remember what the the real marking was, but I remember if you drove by, you could probably see it. You know, the the fire through the trees. You know, in hindsight, but it felt like you know at the time you're just walking straight back in the woods in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, we had a few. Uh, ours were mostly like fields as opposed yeah. to the woods, but there was, and it would go, it would be like, it would be the place to party for about four weekends in a row until somebody got caught, called the cops something, and then we had to move somewhere else. But there was like Antioch Church, that was one. Um, the people went out to Bridge Out. There was a bridge that was out. <laughs> we called it Bridge Out. We go out there. Nice. <laughs> How did it get its name? <laughs> no, it's so inventive. Hey, um, <laughs> I got to go tell on. y'all something. Something dangerous is coming. What? what? Twix butter. Oh. Wait, you remember? It's like. It's going to be like Trader Joe's cookie butter. It's like that dang, what, what's it called? Biscoff. Remember when we discovered yeah, that Biscoff butter? Yeah, that's cookie butter. And I could not get, I, I would eat, be eating that in the car. I would go to like the world market when they, when that was the only place you could get it. It was a world market. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, oh God, I know I have something I could get into this. Do I have a spoon in the car? And I'd be like eating it off my finger in the dang car before I got home. And then I'd get home and I'd be like, I'll just have one more spoonful of this yeah. before I put it in the pantry. And then it would be an empty jar. And I had to stop. I had to really cut myself off of that because I was eating whole jars of Biscoff butter on the regular. Well, I was super addicted to the Trader Joe's cookie butter. And I was was the same thing. I didn't need to put it on anything. I would just eat spoonfuls of it. And then I'd be like, oh, God, it's gone. And I have to go back and get some more. And then all of a sudden, one day I went back and got a jar. And I think that was about three years ago. And it's still unopened in the cabinet. Get out of oh, here, really? Oh, really? Like, I just stopped. The addiction just stopped. I just didn't want any more. Good for you, man. Yeah, I just quit buying it, because if I have it, I'll eat it. It's, it's kind of yeah. like, it's like corn liquor. 
Now I'm thinking about it, though. I'm, I'm thinking it might be time to go back to the cookie butter. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's just like corn liquor. I mean, when exactly. It, as soon yeah. as it's open, I can't put it down. <laughs> hey, it if it's here. Full. Yeah. Um, but the Twix butter, I don't know if it's available here yet. It's coming by way of either Canada or Europe or whatever. But I saw a picture of the jar, and I was like, what? Twix butter? I, there's no way I'm going to be able to avoid that. Yeah, if, that's going to be good. And if there's a jar in the house, just like corn liquor, it's going to get gone. <laughs> just God, like corn liquor. God forbid you combine the two. Oh. Ooh, oh my God, you just came up with something for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All I need is a jar of Twix butter and a larger jar and a bottle of corn liquor. Okay. This I'm is going to be real neat. This is going to be the mixer down. the mixer for all the parties. It's going to be the best Christmas ever. There's a guy who broke a world record. I'm trying to find the number because this is amazing. You know, you hear these stupid world records all the time. Mm-hmm. Like that idiot who breaks a world record every week. His one for this week was he uh, broke the fastest time of getting a cookie from his forehead into his mouth. Uh, Come on! I mean, I mean, it seems like you would just do that very quickly. He did, and he broke a. It was so quick. In fact, he broke a record. Yes, it was. Oh God! But no, this go here. It is here. It is. You ready? A New York State man broke his own Guinness World Record when he ripped twenty nine license plates in half in one minute. In one minute. Well, is that what impresses you? He ripped 29 license plates in half. Well, yeah. that's what I'm impressed because it seems like that would take some time. All right. I so think he's ripping them very quickly. It sounds like it, but I feel like that's a matter of he found the perfect bend to, to weaken it right away. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's see you do it. Let's see you do that's, one in one minute. He's got the plate. He well, folds I it, wiggle, 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 rip. Hold on. No. I, you know, I am fresh yeah. out of license plates in here, so unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to try it. But, I happen to have some. Oh, well, I, you know, I, unfortunately, we're quarantined, and I, you know, phase two and a half doesn't say I can come over and <laughs> I tell you what, tear your license plates. We'll do like we did with the ham drop, uh-huh. and I will bag you up a license plate, uh-huh. and I'll put it on the back of my old car, and you can come pick it up, and you can film yourself tearing one uh- license plate in half in one minute. Oh, man, I want to do that, but I don't know if I can. I have a... Oh, you're breaking up? Tunnel. Yeah. Maddie, I'm actually, I'm on your side here because this doesn't seem very fair. When y'all did the ham drop, you had to drive over there and put the ham on the back of his car. Yeah. And now the license plate drop, you still have to drive over there and the license plate will be sitting on his car. Sean has to go nowhere. This isn't fair. Yeah, but uh, I'm providing. I gave him the story and the license provided plate. provided the ham? Yeah, I brought the ham to you, although I offered. So in my, yeah. that goes back on me. And now he's offering nah. me. So, by so he should have to bring it to you. By the law of exchange, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm real busy. But what was the thing? <laughs> yeah. What did I give you in exchange for the ham? I gave you some stuff. I don't remember what it was. Uh, some pancake mix, uh, a plastic weird... Uh, Eight, like super G container of jelly, but it had oh, something yeah. else in it. Yeah, the je- oh the oh, no, the yogurt those, things, oh, the yogurt squirters. Weird, yeah, it was it was, it, was oh. it wasn't yogurt, was it? Yeah, it was yogurt squirty things, like yogurt sticks. Yeah, it was like it. it they came out Japanese like, yogurt sticks. Yeah, they came out like uh, string cheese. Yeah, but they, but they were yogurt. 
Did y'all eat them? I didn't, but the children did, and that was hilarious because they Mm. were like, this is an odd consistency. Did they? Oh, but but they finished. <laughs> oh, they ate them. Them. oh yeah, I, it was a curiosity eat. You know, it's like oh, I don't know, I don't understand what just happened. I better eat another one. Right. Oh, I don't know if I like that or not. Let me try a couple more. <laughs> right. I get it. Did you ever make the uh, huckleberry pancakes? Uh, unfortunately, no, I have not. Okay, you still got it? Yes. Okay, because they came in a pretty bag from what I remember. It was a pretty bag, and somebody else might get to enjoy that pretty bag at some holiday occasion <laughs> Look, going that forward. Me. Um, I, I'm here listening, so it better not be me. <laughs> you won't You won't know. Let I'll know it got re-gifted. Put it in a different know. container for Charlie. Got it. You know better than to give me things that involve cooking. Did you guys ever have... <laughs> I'm sure you did. But we were talking about uh, my my little girl lately has been so into Volkswagen Beetles, and she doesn't really? know the difference. Like she'll see one of those new Beetles, you know, that they mm-hmm. came out with in the last ten, twenty years or whatever. The yeah. fancy cute ones. And she thinks she's like, "Oh, there's one, Dad. Look, there's one." I'm like, "Yeah, no," <laughs> because for me, Beetles cut off yeah. at 1978. Right. You're like, that is not an official slug bug, honey. I am sorry. No. Yeah. No qualification. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mine was a 1973 Carmen Super Beetle candy apple red convertible with a black top. And so I can be a Volkswagen bug snob for life. So I have a question. Um, yeah. A girlfriend of mine in school, she had one and it was gold. It, was her, it had been her parents and then they let all the girls that was their car when they were in high school. Nice. Did yours have a distinct smell? Yeah. Like a rubber, some kind of rubbery kind of, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's not, it was like all bugs smelled like that. Yeah, they did. And, you know, and it might have been a combination of the rust in the floorboard and the <laughs> cardboard heating system rotting. Uh, it yeah, was a theirs combination. Didn't, theirs didn't have those things, though. But yeah, I've been sure in other did. ones as well, and they have... They the old ones have a distinct smell. I yeah. think that's also old cars have a smell. Ah, now it's just Beetles. Bugs have a different smell, man, for yeah. sure. Huh. But I loved that car. That I, if I still had that car, it would be parked in my driveway now, and I would drive it occasionally on weekends. Even though I would have to have the window down to fit in it. <laughs> but I would still <laughs> love that car. That car gave me so much trouble that I used to literally fight that car. It used to break down on me so much. I remember it breaking down on me in a real bad neighborhood and just stopping, and I punched it. I punched the hood, and you know, it had that bubble hood on it, and it yeah. it, it dented in so far, and I felt so bad. And then I went back, when I went back to pick it up, just popped the hood and punched it from the inside out, and boop, it went right <laughs> back like it was supposed to be. But that car was so... Uh, finicky. I had to carry two things in that car at all times. One was motor oil because uh-huh. it would go through oil. You had to add oil. You know, as some people carry a gas can in their car, I carried oil in that car. And the other thing was I always had at least one bottle of rubbing alcohol. Do you know why I had rubbing alcohol? No. no. Because there was always a leak in the fuel line and it always got water in the gas, which would choke out the carburetor, and it would strand me. You know, and then it would stop, and it wouldn't start, and it would just, you know, you'd be stranded anywhere. So if you put rubbing alcohol in that compromised gas, it will cause the water to run through the carburetor. 
I love how Sean is so bougie now with his Mercedes and his mechanic and everything else. But back in the day, he was like getting it all. He knew how to rig it up and get it going. Necessity, though. You got to do what you got to do. But he's changed so much. Man, I miss that. That was I had a. Wait, I don't remember what year it was, but I had a Nissan Maxima when I was in high school. That was a hand-me-down from my dad, and it already had like 100,000 miles on it. And it drank uh, power steering fluid. Ooh, weird. So, like, it, it had a leak, and, and we could never, well, never took the time to fix it. <laughs> so, so the answer was is that you would sometimes turn on the car, and it would be like, like if you turn the wheel, it would make this awful oh. noise. And so we finally figured out, like, you. So I would always have to have a bottle of power steering fluid because it would make the car, you know, make that loud, crazy noise. But I do miss that idea of certain, you know, having that car or having that vehicle that has, you know, oh, I need to have this in case this happens. Yes, or, you knew you know, it so well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and. It drives me crazy. So, you know, we talked about on the on the show about how I went to that Avett Brothers drive-in concert. And so, which, you know, I had the, the tailgate of, I have an Explorer, a newer Explorer, and I had the tailgate open and the interior lights are on. And I could not get them to turn off. I couldn't figure out how to turn off the interior lights to save my life. And it's like, you know, back in the day, you would just have a simple switch and that's yep. it. And now it's all computers and and whatnot, and and there's a part of me that absolutely hates that. I yeah. finally yeah. had to like trick it into thinking it was closed by like <laughs> snapping the latch. Like I did some Google searching and I figured that out. But Ugh. it's like that's so dumb. Like I should be able to just turn off my lights, and I can't. Yeah, my my guy, my fancy mechanic, Randy Jensen, who I love, he is incredible. Uh, he told me that I'll never finish figuring out all the stuff that my newer car will do. Right. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's, I mean, that's so frustrating because, like, I even have a computer display kind of thing on mine, and I know somebody we work with who had that same thing, and it went out on him, and, like, it malfunctioned. And so he was driving, and he couldn't t- <laughs> couldn't tell anything because oh, it was wow. all computerized. And that, I, I hate that. You know, like, I love I still have a car that, you know, if something breaks, there's things to fix, whereas this one, it's like I got to get an IT guy. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. They do that on purpose, you know. <laughs> exactly. For real. Yeah. Man, I wish we had a carburetor. Ah, oh, carburetors. Yeah, man. I, I I feel like I long for that old car, but like I said, I could barely fit in it then. <laughs> I wonder if, so, you know, back in the day, you were like the, the tough greasy the the tough guys could work Good on their looking. cars and yeah, and they, yeah whatever um, they, mm-hmm. but they they could work on their cars and you know the the kind of nerdy guy didn't necessarily know how to and now the tables have turned and the nerdy it guy can fix huh. your car and the tough guys are like i got nothing that's my cousin my cousin has made a huge side business off of modding computer chips and stuff for cars Oh, yeah? And he kills it. And he was a super nerd. And now he's like the man. Well, at least in that community. But, I mean, I'm just saying. Have y'all noticed the new thing they're doing on the Bojangles commercials? What do you mean? Dale? Well, not just Dale. It's all of them. But they've added one little element to the Bojangles commercials that I love Bojangles. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking it. You remember how I felt when I got back to North Carolina. It was like, Ah. Bojangles, I'm back, baby. I'm back. 
But have you guys noticed there's one little thing that they do now on the commercial that I, I don't know why they did it. I don't know if it needs to be there. You, you guys hadn't noticed it? No. No. When they say, it's bow time. Now there's an extra element. And it's, Bacaw! Oh, really? <laughs> and I don't know why they need to do that. Um, we yeah, If you know Bojangles, you know it's chicken. It's like, and, and I'm not picking on either or both of you when I say this, but it's like when we talk about cats and people feel the need to meow at me. Yeah. I know the sound that a cat makes. I, <laughs> I don't know. need your help. I don't know why help. I do that. I don't need it. <laughs> I, I don't that, do that when you mention a dog. Like, I don't bark, but for some reason with a cat, I feel like I have to meow. I know, and it's not... I. I don't, I don't, it's not like, I don't want you dead when you do that. I don't want you to feel that way. <laughs> but not, with, I don't wish it will totally upon you. <laughs> but it's like with Bojangles, yeah, we get it. You have chicken. I don't need to hear the noise the chicken makes because when, by the time it gets to you, by the time I get it from you, it no longer makes noise. Yeah, that, shout, no. that sound should be over. <laughs> yeah, it better not be making any cause. What kind of test marketing did they do on you know, Bojangles is good, but they don't make enough chicken noise. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure what they serve. What is it? I need a noise to... Maybe maybe the problem is, is that for so long, so there's so many transplants in the area that they got so confused by the cows that, that now they're like, wait, we got to remind you, they actually sell chicken here. This has nothing to do with cows. Yeah, but you're talking Chick-fil-A. Yeah, and those cows are, and Chick Fil A doesn't serve cows either. Wow! I think I think I, we're, listen, I think I had a very valid point, and we could just yeah. forget the fact that I was talking about the wrong restaurant. Everything right. will be fine. Yeah, man, you're doing good. Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. All right, uh, I think we're about at time anyway, aren't we? Sure. Can we travel back in time and I can take that back? <laughs> Look, you know, those cows at the Bojangles. Oh, God. Here's the thing, man. People <laughs> love you for your stupid crap. <laughs> they do. They really I wish, do. I wish you were one of them. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to walk out into the woods, way out into the woods. Real deep. <laughs> Don't look back. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us on number 32 of these. And who knows? Maybe there'll be a 33 and we'll talk about other stuff. And Maddie will remember what restaurant. And <laughs> I doubt it. And you were there. And you were there. <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, oh, oh. I want, I've been wanting to say this. Dang. If you're listening somewhere else in the country to these podcasts, and you ever feel the urge to use your phone to make a phone call, our Simon line is open to you any time of the day or night. You can call and share a thought if you have a suggestion for the podcast. If you would like to hear your own voice on the podcast at any time, call the Simon line at 336-373-0987. I always check the messages. If for some reason I get killed... Maddie will check the messages. <laughs> if we both get killed, Charlie might check the messages. Well, I so don't know how. Feel feel assured <laughs> that someone will hear your voice if you call the Simon line. 336-373-0987. Coming up on Labor Day, we're going to be doing a Labor Day Bet You Won't Play It weekend where we play requests all weekend. And I mean, it's going That's to be cool. some crazy mess. Crazy stuff. So get in on that if you want to, too. And we'll see you next week on the podcast. Final thoughts, Charlie. Those woods aren't as deep as you think they are. How about you, um, Chick-fil-A? I was just... (laughs) 
Chick-fil-A is the one with the cows, and Bojangles has the bow box, and Dale Jr., I got it. Next time. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.